tuition, out-of-state fees, and provide a um, research fellowship uh, during the summers. I said, what? I said, Carrie. I said, I said, yes. He said, the only thing is you got to go to Cleveland, Ohio, to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory to do your research. Mm. I said, you promise? <laughs> like, really? Is this real? Yeah. And so I never forget it was July 24th. It was my parents' anniversary. Mm -hmm. Called my mom. Called my mom. She was like, That's actually my cool. Is it? Uh, called my mom. She was like, it's the best anniversary, anniversary gift I ever had. Because <laughs> she had three children in college at the time. Oh, man. I said, right up, yeah, yeah. Well, well, my, my younger sister are twins. Oh, okay. And so okay, um, I was like, I said, so you can take me off the books. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. O only thing they provide was the books. Mm -hmm. And I was working at Burger King. Burger King told when I got there, Burger King told me they would pay for my books. I worked there. Mm -hmm. Got there, they was like, well, you should have asked for last month. Well, like, I don't know. You know, you know, I know. <laughs> and so, and then my, my fellowship people, they didn't want me to do work anyway because it was the first time that NASA had funded master's degrees at Florida a and Mm. So they were like, we don't want you to do the work anyway. We, we want, want you to focus you on this. Focus on this because yeah. we got to we got to make these numbers look good so NASA can keep this program going. So I went in there one day. Well, I, I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I ain't got no money for books. She was like, Go to Western Union. There'll be some money there. And I walked into Burger King to work that day. I was like, You know what, y'all? This is my last day. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, this is my last day. I said, you know, I ain't come to Tallahassee to work at Burger King. You know that, right? <laughs> I got bigger goals. So you know what that? No, you can't go. I said, uh, said, well, you should have told, she said, well, you should have told me about this last month. Should have told me about my books last month. It worked both ways. You know, yeah, it worked. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. That was out. So, so yeah, man. Then, um. I went to, I went to that summer, and this this is one of the um, I got I got a TED I'm going to get get a TED talk next summer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Ooh. And so this is my TED talk of um, mm -hmm. I get the NASA the my my TED talk was centered around the fears that I had going into engineering yeah. coming from a small town. Okay. And so um, I get the NASA. I'm scared. You know, am I gonna make mistakes? Do I belong here and all that type stuff? Mm -hmm. And I had a had a mentor at NASA, and um, we working and working and working, and then about four or five weeks into my internship, I'm having these people coming from all through my office. So I'm like, hey Jerome, look at this. We want to take you look at this and whatnot and see if everything's okay. Mm -hmm. In the back of my head, I'm like, "What you asking me for?" Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like, "No, nah, no, nah, we we uh we talked about you last week. How where you coming along, and what a resource you are for us." I was like, "Wow!" And got my confidence there. 
it, it was a wrap then. So uh, that's when I knew. And so we used to, where I worked at, uh, a lot of people don't know where before they, before Delta Airlines or Northwest Continental, all the commercial airlines, before they put a jet on a plane, they sent it to NASA to have it tested. Hmm. And I worked in that test center. Welcome back to The Harvest uh, with another episode where we are harvesting power and conversations. Um, it's your boy uh, Anthony, a.k.a. Tony, you know, call me what you want. But, hey, here I have with me is a distinguished gentleman, uh, my, my, my mentor and 100 Black Man's Rice and Pastures Academy, South Metro Atlanta, Mr. Jerome McQueen. How you doing? What's up, man? Usually I have people here, but they're not here yet. They, they usually give you a warm Ah, welcome. that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank I you so much. I today, but no, um, it just started right off the bat. You already started um, talking about it, but you, you have a story to tell. Got a story. You got, got a story. You got a story, and I didn't even realize until mm-hmm. we met mm-hmm. car and was like, we're going to get into it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. let's 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 start with there, and then we'll backtrack to okay. um, academics and just like the whole mentorship and cool. everything else. Cool. Cool. But um, you were telling me um, you had like, well, I'll let you tell it. I want you I want you to tell like uh-huh. you had a, I wouldn't say well, it's already a journey, but you you know, trials and tribulations. I mm-hmm. guess you could say mm-hmm. hard times, right? Or yeah, how was yeah. it? Like, a a journey. Yeah. Of um. <clears throat> hardship mm. and um that hardship I, I i feel that is divine intervention in my life to tell that story because young men like you mm-hmm. um other men like me near to hear my story first of all i didn't i didn't want to talk about my story because i didn't want it that pity yeah and you know me yeah. i didn't yeah i didn't want that pity or yeah. you know I want you to, to see me for me for and me and not feel bad for and me. not feel bad for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But my wife kept telling me, nah, nah. That's a story out there that has to be told. Mm-hmm. And so when you tell the story, it's gonna inspire other men and other people to first let them know there is a God out there. Yeah. And he is real. Mm-hmm. And so through my journey, what I've been through, it is, is, is in fact been the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I dealt with it before, got over it, kept moving, yeah. doing, doing the thing that I thought I was supposed to be doing, yeah. then happened again. And then I had to sit down and say, well, maybe this is what God is telling me that I need to do also. Yeah. And, and just to make it clear, like <clears throat> that, that journey of what we're talking about, um, stage four, stage four colon cancer. Colon cancer. So the story starts back in 2019, where um, visiting visiting home, I fell ill, got real sick. Mm-hmm. Well, thank God my brother-in-law was still at the house. He got me to the hospital. I was so sick when I got to the hospital that I didn't register a blood pressure on the machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just so happened, they kept running tests, kept running tests. Um, the doctor that diagnosed me with stage two colon cancer mm-hmm. was a guy that was in my freshman dorm at South Carolina State. 
I didn't exactly know his name, yeah. but both of us recognized our faces. Uh-huh. And he was like, but they home? I was like, yeah. 1990? Like, yeah. He said, third floor? I said, yeah. He said, I was on <laughs> second floor. That's crazy. I was like, what? <laughs> That's why. Really? Yeah. He said, well, check this out, Bulldog. He said, um, I know what's wrong with you, but it ain't nothing good. What he said, uh, by what I see is, is colon cancer. And he said, um, and I'm gonna tell you, man, you the third one out of that dorm that I seen this. He said, but I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure you make it. So yeah. right then, told me that the other two didn't. Mm. You know? Yeah. So uh, go ahead. He said, um, for what you got, I can't treat you here. We got to transfer you to the bigger regional hospital. Mm-hmm. Get transferred over there, go through more tests, and it's verified stage two colon cancer. At the time, we thought it hadn't spread it. So I go have a colon resection. Mm-hmm. And while I'm in the hospital, every other medical issue that I had, reared his ugly head. I had high blood pressure, my glucose went high, Mm. and my kidneys shut down. So I had to be put on dialysis twice Mm. while I was in the hospital. I ended up spending 28 days in that hospital. Wow. So I was released, did my recovery, got back at it, and I'm gone. Normal life, sort of. Didn't let too many people know, yeah. other than the people who needed to know. Yeah. Just moving. Last November, regular checkup. I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Doctor said, "Yo, see something in your liver I don't like. That I want you to go see the oncologist and get more tested." Mm-hmm. Got tested. Said, "Yeah, we need to take a box." Took a biopsy of it. That came back clear. Cool. Going on. Good, yeah. Doctor was like, nah, I want another one done. Mm-hmm. Had another biopsy done. Say, yeah. Say, uh, this is cancer. Say, this is a reoccurrence of your colon cancer that has put two lesions in your liver. So now we so got spread. spread. Mm. And how far, uh, you said, how far in between? was uh, Four years. Four years. Sir. And uh, luckily, that was like over four years is the only place we see. It. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah. Could have spread it quicker. Yeah. And so um, started going on chemo. I did chemo. So chemo robbed me of my personality. You you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know I'm the jokester. Yeah. I keep it live. Yeah. Keep it moving. Cool, cat. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I went that way. Mm. Wife asked me, how you doing? Yeah. My yeah. fatigue. Yeah. You know. So I withdrew from the people who knew me because I didn't want to be that down person in the atmosphere. Mm. I didn't want to suck the air out the room. Yeah. 
No, I am. So, um, did my chemo about three months, shrunk the lesions in half. Now they want to do surgery where they do a liver resection. Luckily, the liver is that organ that kind of replenishes itself. Mm -hmm. uh, Couldn't find out you could take up to 80% of your liver, mm -hmm. you'd still be okay. So they went in there and was like, so we just need 20%. Yeah. They get in there and they saw where it was. I had one lesion on the surface right next to my gallbladder. So he said he took that lesion. I had an inflamed gallbladder also. He took that also. The second one was down embedded in my liver. Mm -hmm. They had to get um, special equipment come in there and like core my liver, essentially burn cancer out mm -hmm. and everything around it and pull that out. Mm -hmm. So we like up. Uh, and in the hospital, spent, spent about a week in the hospital. Mm. And so um, I'm actually doing another round of chemo with chemo pills because the doctor said, this is something rare to happen to someone so young. Mm. Mm. So you want me to do some more chemo? And I'm currently in chemo right now. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, um, the two things that I thought about while I'm laying there in the bed. First thing I thought about was if we had more people, more diverse and underrepresented populations in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, mm -hmm. more people sitting around at the medical table yeah. that said, hey, for these people, for this population, we may, we may need to do exploratory procedures earlier mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. How about move this colonoscopy from 50 years old like down 30, to 40, yeah. 35, bury it, or look at your family history. You yeah. maybe need to start at 30. Yeah. Could I have been prevented from going through this? Second thing I thought about, and I dedicate this to all the young people who choose STEM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Choose STEM, or how they're going to be scared, how I was scared. I thought about something that I taught you. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to go with me. Mm -hmm. We said, out of the night, that covers that me. Covers me. <laughs> <laughs> I think whatever God's maybe why comfortable so yeah, yeah. Ooh, in the fair personal <laughs> circumstance I have not winced no cry no cried aloud under the bludgeoning under the bludgeoning of circumstance my head is bloody, bloody but, but I'm about beyond this place wrapped in tears yeah. means but the horror of the shade and yet the minutes of the years fine find you unafraid it matters not how straight the gate are charged with punishment and control. You are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. That's real. Yes, that, sir. Invictus. And speaking on that, you spoke. You spoke on STEM. Mm -hmm. And like you, you, it's, 
I appreciate you because you led me there almost. But you're the founder <coughs> of um, is it a nonprofit? It's not a nonprofit okay. because I want to make a living at this. Mm, I want this is my passion. Yeah, and I want to make a living at this. Yeah, and there's a there's a there's a business reason why I wanted to do this. Yeah, because I can make my living at this, and I can inspire young people all at the same time. Yeah, all that can be all of one, uh -huh. and I can do it the way I want it done. So yeah. Got yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So academics and your your method uh, methodology and what you were speaking about during your, your you know your battle with cancer like mm -hmm. if you had like black people or like young black people if it started earlier at an mm -hmm. earlier age then maybe yes we'll be more advanced when it comes to exactly the, you know exactly. how we are and just like in the STEM field mm -hmm. so like you were saying like and I was telling you earlier like uh, shout out to Mr Ward he sent me a speech of yours and mm -hmm. saying like if we get black kids in STEM at an earlier age, they will be further yes, ahead sir. in society. Yep. So let's let's talk about that. Also, you have a background in STEM. Mm -hmm. right? Like you were saying, like you, like this is a black man that worked for NASA. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get let's let's, let's, let's go for that. Uh -huh. But um, when it comes to like starting like black kids early in STEM, like where did, I want to ask you, like where did that really like expound from? Or, like, well. You know my my years of mentoring. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go out and I wanted to merge my two loves mm -hmm. of mentoring and engineering. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what academics is. Mm -hmm. It's reaching those young kids. And I'm gonna tell you, when I started this, I was I was kind of targeting middle school. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna yeah, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> After I got in this and people saw what I was trying to do, I'm at pre-K now. And I'm going to tell you something else. I was researching some grants uh -huh. from the Department of Navy. Department of Navy have sent out directives that they have to start recruiting pre-K. 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 So you tell us, I'm sitting there reading. Yeah. You're telling me the Navy and looking at three-year-olds to see if they got to see <laughs> and try to get them on the path to STEM because it's so critical. Yeah, there are over two million STEM jobs unfulfilled mm. because we do not have the personnel here in America to fulfill those. So what they have, what everybody have to do is start early. Mm. And it, it was crazy to me. I said, "Yeah, middle school." It's going to be good because is it most of your so psychology says most of the teens that you follow in adulthood, yeah. you made a impact and they impacted you when you were in middle school. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, uh, you see, you see my Carolina colors here. So I started, <laughs> started Michael Jordan yeah. when he was at university of North Carolina mm -hmm. in middle school. Mm. So that's how today I'm a Tar Heel fan. That's real. That makes sense. This is right. That's right. It was LeBron for me in middle school. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, but I want to ask you, like, what do we like? What do we start when it comes to like pushing our black kids or like younger kids into STEM? Like, where where does it start, really? You know what? Uh, I think you you saw the speech I did at this church, and there was a two year old kid uh -huh. that that had headphones on on an iPad mm. doing this right here. Mm. So it ain't about 
where we start them. Yeah. It's about where they have started. They already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they already owned the iPad. Yeah. They already been introduced to technology. So it's, we need to take that and steer them and in steer the, them in the right direction. It's like you got to take. Um, but it's like taking just taking ownership of mm-hmm. that and just like mm-hmm. placing the right things in front of your. You know. That's right. That's real. That's right. That's real. And so, so we get these young kids, we get them um, introduced to science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and let them know that they can be just as successful as LeBron, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. Mar Jackson, Jalen Hurt. They can be just as successful. They can be just as um, famous. And more importantly, they can be just as wealthy mm. as yeah. they can. Yeah. People don't know the story of Lonnie Johnson live right here in Atlanta. Mm. Lonnie Johnson comes from Mobile, Alabama. Mm. He come through when um, they didn't allow blacks in Alabama to be in the state science fair. They allowed Lonnie to be in there was the first one, blew the competition open. Mm-hmm went on to get a mechanical engineer degree from Tuskegee, went on to get a master's in nuclear engineer, worked on the stealth bomb. One day while he was home trying to figure out how we can use water as a refrigerant so we can have an alternative to Freon so we take care of the environment, he has something, this vice in his hand, and he shoots a stream of water across the room and he looked at it and he did it again so he pivoted and Lonnie Johnson is the inventor of the super soaker okay yeah I heard of him put the name with the story Uh, that's right yeah he invents the super soaker he has this deal with Hasbro Mm -hmm. Hasbro, come to find out, was cheating him on his royalty. Mm. He takes Hasbro to court, and one judgment, he's awarded $73 million. Mm. And he continues to get the royalties. Now, Super Soaker's approaching $1 billion in sales and is one of the highest retail um, toys mm-hmm. sold in American history. All Lonnie Johnson have to do is go. He got he has laboratories here in Atlanta and Marietta. Yeah. But he just go to the mailbox every week to collect checks for the rest of his life. He's 73 years old. All from STEM. All from STEM. All from science, technology, engineering, engineering and mathematics. And we get our young people in early. Yeah. We can have a thousand million more. Lonnie Johnson, because listen here, the kids that I deal with today, mm-hmm. they're 10 times advanced than what Lonnie Johnson was at that age. Yeah, so much disposal at the hand. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I have this, this program I call STEM Business. Mm-hmm. Well, it merges STEM with entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So I introduced the engineering design process to them and where they have to find a problem that they're dealing with and then I lead them through designing a design solution mm-hmm. to take care of that problem. Once they get that device designed, mm-hmm. we teach them entrepreneurship, same one we yeah. taught you all in Rites of Passage. Yeah. The 
entrepreneurship or how they can get that device and that product in the business marketplace. And at the end of the program, they have to do a Shark Tank-like presentation, presentation to pitch, their design. pitch that design to try to get money. Oh, that's major. That's major. major. It's yeah. major. Check this out. I'm, I'm in seventh grade. This little girl, she says, uh, I said, so what's your problem? She says, um, when I get to my locker, my hands are so full with my books, I can't open my locker. I can't get to the combination lock to open my locker. Mm -hmm. So, okay, what is your design solution? She says, I want to develop a face recognition locker system. I said, what? She was like, yeah. <laughs> so when I walk up to my locker, it reads my face and opens up just for me. I said, shit. <laughs> I looked at my wife. I was like, do we have some money? So then you teach the rest of the part about target market. Who are you mm -hmm. going to target? Mm -hmm. Every school in America. <laughs> got, got the market. Yeah. Yes. And I'm Seventh grade girl. That's crazy. That's what they coming out with, man. Yeah, but it, it's always been a part of us. If you even look at yes. like George Washington Carver, yes. T.J. Walker, you know, all yes. the inventors, like the inventor of the traffic light, it was yep. a, you know, Bro, so it's, it's, it's always right. it's like, always in us. Yeah, it's always in us. Yeah, but we we get too distracted sometimes. Right, but, exactly. Which also comes back to like the guidance and the mentorship, exactly. which you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was. Um, in the 100 Black Man's uh, Rice of Passage, uh, South mm -hmm. Metro of Atlanta. And he was my, he was my, actually like my mentor and whatnot. Yeah. And that, and just like, cause I never got a chance to tell you, but that experience, like for me, because I was raised in a single parent home. Mm -hmm. And you know, like mm -hmm. my, my, the, my relationship with the men in my family wasn't the best. Right. So seeing right. that, mm -hmm. having that brother, you know, like I'm mm -hmm. still friends with Dominic. I'm still, yep. yep. still cool. Y'all got a brotherhood. Yeah. That's, that's go always endure. Facts and y'all and y'all developed in me to where like it's part of it's part of the old play as we used to say, but um <laughs> it's um I will reach back and lift my brother, brother up. But he I, is not heavy. Yeah, he is my brother. Guess who wrote that? You did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that always that always that's right. Me. And that's and it that's right. me good. so even with coaching, even with mentoring, like mm -hmm. like the younger guys, especially in church too. So it was like. But I want to ask you, like, in your, because realize it takes a village. Yep. It takes it. It, it, it takes a community to like really yep. guide children in the right direction. So for you, when was that moment for you to where it picked up? Because like, like you're saying, you're in mentorship now. You were mm -hmm. my mentor in high school. When did in your story, in your journey, when did that like button switch to where like, oh, this is because I because you had to. Did you see it like growing up? So we were talking about giving back mm -hmm. and that's just the cornerstone of our culture and how we make it from yeah. generation to generation yeah each generation have to reach back and prepare and lift up, yeah. that next generation for greatness mm -hmm. and so um my thought is i want our kids to be introduced to science technology engineering and mathematics so they won't be, they won't have that, 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 that scaredness, being afraid. Yeah. Do you feel like, cause like with me, I feel like 
have the sense of like it's my responsibility. Yeah. Do yeah. you you have that same yeah. feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's why we're with y'all yeah. on those Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my responsibility. Yeah. Because you you think about how uh, W. E. Du Bois talking about the count of ten. It's gonna be a tenth of us that has to reach back. Yeah. And bring back the other ninety percent. And because we have God has given us the way of the way we think. Mm. We are that talent in mm. and we're responsible. And this is what we have to do. There, there is like it's like a purpose. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So I was say there's a whole lot of work involved, and you know, workers with it, self with just yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a whole lot of work, a whole lot of work, yeah. a whole lot of work, and then. Then at the end of the day, sometimes it doesn't land mm -hmm. the way we want it to. So we got to keep at it. Mm -hmm. We got Go to keep at it. Those are the drawing board. I'm like, what? <laughs> you sit there in front of y'all and y'all looking at y'all faces. They're like, don't none of them know what I'm talking about. I got to stop. I got to start all over. I, yeah, I experienced that. I experienced yeah. that. Especially with my uh, coaching and players. I'd be like, yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. We gotta, we gotta have a strategic plan with this. <laughs> we gotta, okay, like, okay. Right, we this gotta, didn't work today. Yeah, no, <laughs> but you gotta keep at it mm -hmm. because it's for our people. It's for our people, and, and that's what, that's what, um, that's what academics is to me, to um, make sure that our kids get to the next level. Our kids are are exposed to this. A lot of them don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them don't even know, and we can we can start we can start in the kindergarten, the first grade, the second grade, mm -hmm. just introducing, telling them what the what the opportunities out there yeah. for them. Yeah, and it starts at home. Starts, starts at, at home. home. Yeah, that's I was, right. I see it all the time. I used to work at elementary school. That was like you, you could say the hood, quote, right? Quote, right. Right. <laughs> um, right. It wasn't you know it wasn't the best of the best, but. You see that it was mm -hmm. like you know, especially like you see fourth, fifth graders reading on the second grade level, right. and it's like, right. like oh, and, dropping the ball. And has has gotten even worse through COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, my wife, two weeks ago, we was putting together an airplane. So what I do, I have the different kits: mm -hmm. airplane, a lamp, a wind turbine. Each less each kit has a lesson about life and about science and engineering mm -hmm. so we putting together um an airplane and the kid don't ain't doing nothing he's supposed to be doing yeah. and you know i fly off the handle what are the directions <laughs> my, my wife <laughs> yeah my wife look at me and she pulled me to the side and said you can't read and I said, yeah. oh, God. Mm -hmm. and I said um, it hits you when you see a kid. Like, yeah. It'd it be like, oh, wow. And so I got to, you know, I got to humble myself. Yep. Yep. It was like, you know, yep. and it was like, so I go over there and say, I said, hey, man, um, see, let's just take word by word. Mm -hmm. And I said, when I read the words to you, I want you to look at the picture. And I said, after we finished reading, we're gonna do the same thing so it looks just like the picture. Yeah. And he said, okay, Mr. McQueen. And end of, by the end of the hour, 
he got that plane together and turned it on. Oh, take your time. That's right. Time and patience. <laughs> and I'll have to always be reminded of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, but at the end, and each one of them, they get to go home and tell their mama, look, mama, look what I made today. Mm -hmm. There was this man at school that said he's an engineer. Mm -hmm. And he said, I could be an engineer just like him. In fact, he told me I was an engineer because I put this plane together today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read something to where like, like this, the smallest things that we do have the biggest impact yes. on kids. Yes. Like and even yeah. even that to and being in the rights of passage program, like the way you tied your tie probably had the biggest impact. To where like I was like, I need my tie to look. Yeah. You know, just yeah. things like yeah. just seeing that, like yeah. it all came and decked out in the blazer with the right, right. That's right. Pants are tailored. That's right. Shoes are shined. That's like right. y'all was, we, and it was like, oh yeah, like that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because that image. So one day, you know, I, I'm an environmental engineer mm -hmm. and I work at manufacturing plants. Mm -hmm. And so one day I was an environmental manager. It was the environment, it was me, the environmental manager, my boss, the general manager, a foundry manager, and the maintenance manager all huddled up mm -hmm. in in a, in a deep conversation. Dude walked up. And he went to me and he said, do you know this person? Can you tell me where this office is? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, go down here a piece. His office is right there on the right. I said, hold up. I said, out of all that was standing here, you came to me. why did you pick me? Mm -hmm. He said, you look like the one that was in charge. Mm -hmm. Because I wore, yeah. I, had, I had a my tailored shirt. Yeah. Was, I even worked in the dirty foundry. Mm -hmm. Come to work suited and booted. You know how we used to say? Yeah. Come to work suited and booted. <laughs> and you get the respect from the people who are working for you. You get respect from people who've never seen you before they see you. Yeah. Or they're asking me, he said, you just look like you were the one in charge. Yeah. I said, okay. I was like, and then, but everybody around me had, it was, it was my boss, he was the one in charge. And there were other people that knew more about the foundry than I did. Mm -hmm. But he went up to me. I want to ask you another question, and this is mainly like for myself, but it could also be used for other, uh, especially black men. What's mm -hmm. the most revolutionary or like the most essential thing you think a black man should, like, must have or tap into Ooh. to Ooh. That deep, bro. That came with it. Came that with deep it. right there. <laughs> Off the bat, I'm going to say um, self-worth, mm. that, um, that innate feeling that I am somebody, that, that feeling that says, um, I can do, I have the, the brain power, I have the capabilities. wherewithal yeah. capabilities. I matter in this world mm -hmm. and I have something to contribute. Mm -hmm. When, when, mm. when especially a black man knows his purpose and knows what he needs to do to contribute to this world, mm -hmm. he's an unstoppable force. So that's why I preach 
I call it the, the O2. So oxygen, what you breathe is a diatomic molecule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two oxygen molecules, two oxygen atoms in it. Mm -hmm. And to me, those O2, those two O's stand for options and opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so my mom taught school for over 40 years. So she's the academic. My dad worked hard at the plant for over 40 years. That's the one who make me uh, work hard. Yeah. I tell everybody my dad had me cutting grass, um, <laughs> say we're gonna work from camp to camp. Uh -huh. From you can't see in the morning to you can't see at night. <laughs> <That was working. laughs> All day. All day, buddy. You know, in the summer, you cut grass, don't get knocked by eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no time to play outside. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So between education and working hard, mm -hmm. you would have options and opportunities in life. Mm. You get those opportunities because you work hard. People say, that dude working hard. Yeah. You know, I can get him to do this right here. Yeah. Hey, you're going to keep getting that opportunity. Just based on your work ethic. Break on the work ethic. You're going to get that education. And I'll say, I'm not even talking about formal education. So my oh, education, yeah. mm -hmm. knowledge, yeah. you're going to get options in life. And I tell you about, there was this cat at my first founder I had out from Augusta. Um, he drove forklift for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I like to go into the hourly cafeteria and eat with them, just sit around talking and whatnot. Yeah. And we got to talking with this cat one day, and he said, uh, he said, yo, man, you know, I just finished my um, HVAC degree mm -hmm. at Augusta Tech six months ago. I said, really? He said, yeah, man. He said, you know, I do little stuff on the side. I said, so I went to my boss. Mm -hmm. I said, yo, I said, um, how much money we spent on HVAC? He said, we spend over $250,000 a year on air conditioning system. Yeah. Dirty plant, hot, all that. Yeah. <clears throat> I said, hey, we got um this cat out here that does HVAC. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, if we get his supplies, we can save that contract that he can do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, he said, my boss was like, that's that's yours. Do what you need to do with it. Mm -hmm. Went out there, did, gave him a little raise. He started doing the HVAC around the plant. Mm -hmm. First year. I saved over $75,000 in, in, in the HVAC bill. Cool. Mm. The next year, we got word that the plant getting ready to shut down. Man, you know. So I started looking for a job. And in fact, that's when I moved to Atlanta. Okay. And so um, years later, plant had shut down. And I got to go through this area to go back to my home in South Carolina pulled over to get gas one day near this near where we, where the plant was, saw that same cat. I said, yo, man, I said, um, everything okay? I said, what happened after the plant closed? Yeah. He said, shoot, man, that plant closed the best thing that happened to me in my life. I said, what? He's like, yeah. Uh -huh. I said, what you talking about? He said, man, you know we had 300 people at the plant. I said, yeah. He said, everybody at that plant after it closed, start calling me to fix their air conditioners. Entrepreneur. I said, what? <laughs> he said, man, I got three people working for me. He said, I do close to almost a half a meal a year. 
Wow. I said, you got a position for me. <laughs> hey, you put him up. <laughs> no, that's real. He said, wow. man, he said, he said, Jay, man, he said, what you did for me, he said, can't be, can't be measured. Yeah. And I said, I was talking about, man, I can't go get the HVAC, that plumbing. Man, I need the plumber come out to my house last week before I even talked to somebody, $100. They're going to get there. My wife was still talking to, to, the, uh, to, the, to the people, the, um, the plumber the, people. The people uh -huh. But it was the, the automated. We ain't talked to oh, a yeah. person yet. <laughs> it was the automated. Do, do, okay. you have, do you have a car that we can charge the $100 to? So we had to put in the card number to charge the hundred dollars before they even come out. So you're talking about opportunities out yeah. there mm. for plumbing, HVAC, auto mechanic. What up? You go and learn about um, electric vehicles now. You know, it's a thing anything man-made is gonna tear up one day. Mm -hmm. So we got these new push for electric vehicles. Go to auto mechanic school and learn about electric vehicles. See how much business you're gonna have. And so that's why I tell kids, you know, mm. you don't it don't have to be a college degree to get into STEM. Mm. There's a program in um in South Carolina that with a high school diploma, 15 weeks training at technical school, you can come out and be electrical linesman when the hurricane comes yeah. through. Knock down the line. Yeah, people don't realize there's money in that. Man, <laughs> you got the line. Line got to get back up. Yeah. Then they starting out sixty thousand dollars. Fifteen weeks after high school. Already, I remember working at a boys and girls club, and they were actually like trying to get employees from boys and girls club to go into coding. Yes. Oh, that coding, man. And was like, we'll we'll give you we'll give you a um, training. And we'll mm -hmm. carry you with a company, mm -hmm. and you can go do your thing with coding. It was man, like, please. Starting off fifty k, like man, this. I'm I'm been trying to teach myself coding all summer. <laughs> oh, like no, nah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but they cats out there, just all oh, this right here all day long, just coding up, coding up stuff. Yeah, man, and fifty, man, please. That's that's on the bottom end. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 if you know don't know nothing like me. Oh, first. First. <laughs> but yeah. So there's just so much out there. Options and opportunities. Right. That's real. Right. That's real. I want to appreciate you coming on and taking the time out. This is here. So check this out. You started out saying that um, I was your mentor. Mm -hmm. So me appearing on your platform, mm -hmm. we don't reverse. Yeah. You the mentor, I'm the mentee. <laughs> See how God works like that? Yeah. And but also uh, when we give to each other. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you gave that man the opportunity, HVAC. That's right. This, yeah. And so um, I just want I just want the audience to know how far this young man has come. You know, you came to the program, little snotty nose thing. You came young. This is what we like to get to. Yeah. You're young. I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. And to see where you at, man, it's amazing. And I and I just I just thank God me to have a little portion of that, a little portion in your development. Yeah. To 
to see where you come from and where you are. And the most important thing, where you're going to be. That's, that's the most exciting part. Mm -hmm. That's the most exciting yeah. part. When we see kids like you come through the program. And listen here, man, we, we me and Mr. Ward, in fact, we're going to go sit with him today. Yeah. We talk about where y'all at, what y'all doing. Yeah. And we just sit back and we were like, wow, man. First, first, sometimes we'll say, um, yeah, we saw that. We saw that in him. Yeah, we saw that. Someone we say, no, nah, we ain't see that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see that. We didn't know, know, know that. We had a little bit, but that's all gone yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> oh man! No, so really... yeah, man. So Ooh. so this this was a pleasure. It was an honor. Um, I'm so happy you asked me to come here, and um, let's let's do this every year. Let's do it, and so we can um keep tabs on each other, how we develop, yeah, and where we what we have done and what we're getting ready to do. Yeah. So let's, let's do, do that, man. Let's do it. Let's do that, man. All right. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Harvest, where we harvest and power conversations. Hopefully you've got something from this conversation. Um, check out Acostemics on uh, where can they? Uh, Acostemics.com. Acostemics.com. You got uh, also on Facebook. 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 Acostemics. Tap in there. Hey, yep. STEM is where it's at with, uh, with our black kids. That's where mm -hmm. we need to push them in order to be ahead or just like advance in life That's so right. peace thank you again mr mcqueen thank we'll you. see y'all next week for another episode